Hello, guys. Welcome to the second episode. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Second time's the charm. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, it is what they say. It is, it is. So, Ellie and I have been having an immense amount of car troubles. Like, I haven't, I literally have not had my car in like 30 days. If your car troubles are more like car tragedies, mine are just ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like what a chronic- going through right now is insane. Yeah. Hopefully Please. it ends today. Share. share with the class. Okay. So first off, my car, which, you know, hanging on by a thread. <laughs> I don't know how I- and We're already old, but I just- edge with it. Yeah. It's just from road trips and stuff and <clears throat> off-roading it and whatnot um (laughs) in the desert (laughs) um I drive a Dodge Dart by the way this is not a vehicle that should she's anyway uh so my car's like I was driving it the other day and it started randomly just shaking and then it turned off while I was driving it uh this was like a month ago um I haven't had a car since December 28th and I took it into the shop. That seems like four years ago. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We're, it's almost a month. I, they said it's, I'm, after we're done here, I'm going to go pick it up. But uh, yeah. And it, I don't even know where to start with this. There's so much stuff that went on. I mean, first off, I went to Enterprise and they were, and I always rent from Enterprise, but they were horrible. Like I probably the worst, I, I don't think I've ever had a worse customer service experience. Call and I've had out. Yeah, I've held management oh, positions. Um, yeah, they they straight up they like would not take my card. Uh, like I, it was the weirdest thing. Um, like I ended up calling corporate and I was like, "Hey, what is your like card policy?" And then when I like went back up to the counter and I was like, "Okay, well, you kind of just lied about that." Then they ended up renting it to me, and I then and like what the why it was the weirdest thing I like there must have been something about me like and I I'm first off I I was I've managed in customer service like I have a lot of customer service training I'm like not aggressive or like I am the least intimidating looking person I oh my god I'm like five I'm five feet tall I'm a tiny person I like I went up there powerful energy and you walk so fast I do walk fast. I got places fast to eat. Yeah. Can't even see me coming. Maybe you just radiate this energy. I don't know. Like immediately the guy was like really just like, honestly, it might've just been like the LA attitude. I don't know if sometimes I get in the attitude places because I'm overly friendly and that's not really, I'm a Midwest girl. I don't know. You know what I mean? It was the weirdest hostility though. Like when I call, I like went outside and I, I wasn't even like, I'm calling corporate. Like, I was like, okay. Um, I, like, I just like walked outside. I called corporate and I was like, Hey, you know, they both like the manager and the employee both came outside and stood by me while I was on the phone, stared forward and had like their arms crossed or like totally listening to me on the phone. And then as soon as I hung up, they both the went most outside. experience I've ever heard. This is at, like, this is like after dark in Los Angeles I and like I'm the only woman there it was really weird 
I was like, because yeah. at first I was like, maybe like I, you know, I was like, maybe I had, but like, that's weird. Like, even if I rubbed them the wrong way, I like, that's kind of inappropriate. That's like, a, they, you know what I mean? So I go back in there and I was like, hey, yeah. I just called corporate and asked about your policy. Um, I don't really understand why, why you're not serving me. And then they ended up taking my card. Um, and then like, as I'm leaving, the one guy who originally spoke to me, um, like just gave me the nastiest look. I was like, oh my God. I've never, and I've always rented with Enterprise. I've never had an issue, but that was the first time at that one. And I read the reviews and people like, yeah, they were, the <laughs> they were like nice. not great reviews. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so this is a common experience. And all the bad reviews were all from like women. Um, so I don't know if maybe there's just like an key that guy had, cause the manager was fine, but it was like the employee was totally first off enabled and then like it was really weird um anyway I yeah so then I take my car to the shop and they quoted me three thousand dollars extra and I know that because I gave my dad the price and my dad was like no that's not they were trying to charge me four hundred and fifty dollars for labor so wild and they were on top of that they were like overestimating the hours or something my dad in like a two minute phone call my dad they got them to take the price down three thousand dollars and my dad was like oh they were super cool about it I just told them it was overpriced and they took three grand off that's it and that's dude when I I hate taking my car anywhere because Every time I go, I get overquoted. My dad has to call and then they immediately just take the price down. They don't apologize. They don't say why they did it. They like just take the price down and that's it. And then everyone's like, like, oh, it's like, there's no like market for it. Like, I don't know what stuff should really cost. I don't know what. Yeah. The only reason I know what stuff costs is because my uncle is like a manager at a dealership and he has been for like 20 years. So I just text him and I'm like, Hey, is this right? And he's like, no. And then someone, a male in my family calls whatever place. And they immediately just take the price down. Like I mentioned last week on the podcast that Olivia and I found like places that were named like woman friendly. Cause I feel like you like women want anything to do with a car. It's like, you're, everyone just wants to rip you off. Because they, like, they can't, because there's, like, no clarity. Like, people are, are like, oh, what do you mean you do? Why would you pay this much? It's like, okay. Yeah, it's like a weird. I'm not a mechanic. I don't. Exactly. It's, there's a weird, like, pretentious bubble around knowing things about cars. Like, it's the same thing. Whenever I'm like, oh, like, I have this wrong with my car. There's always someone there who's like, no, that's not it. Like, you don't know what that is. It's like, it's like, I know, I don't, I'm literally repeating what people right. are telling me and people are telling us the wrong shit. And it's not like, I'm not a car encyclopedia Ooh. and eat, like, I don't know. And it's like, they can do that because I don't know enough about cars to even Google. Like you have to ha- know something to like Google something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't oh, even know yeah. what I don't know. That's like cars and the way that they are built is like it's an enigma 
I don't even know what goes on in there. I don't even I know what happened to learn. And I know some, like I can change a tire and like, I don't know, but like most of the things I've learned about cars, I've learned because I've been ripped off. I feel like learned pretty much just from my dad. I, I didn't grow up around anyone who really fixed cars. Like I can change my, my uncle. oil. Um, I, I can, I know how it's done. I've never physically done it, but I've watched, um, my uncle's brother-in-law change my oil. Um, but other than that, and I can change a tire, but do you like, do you know, actually, do I know something funny? Yes. Up until I think the last year, I never put air in my tires because I would just pull up to the tire thing and there would always just be a man there who would be like, oh, I'll do it. Really? Yeah. I've like just lucked out, I guess. I don't do it because I have an irrational fear that I'm going to put too much air in my tire. Same. And going to explode in my face. Like I physically can't do it. Yeah. That was a Midwest thing. No one does that in LA. <laughs> people don't put air in their tires? No, people don't, won't put air in your tires. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. No, everywhere I've gone. Cause I used to go. Cause I. I used to go to this um I was like an auto zone or something they had a tight like an air pump in the back and I would always there would always be someone out there and they would just be like I'll do it I'm like okay can we talk about pulling into the oil like when you go to get your oil changed and you pull in why do why do I have to drive over that like can we not figure out a more efficient way instead of asking me to like maneuver my car it's such a stressful experience. Huge gaping hole in the ground. It's, and there's a person in there. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> I don't trust this person's judgment. I don't know this guy. And, and sometimes when they're like guiding you in, they're like, all right, like they like kind of motion you to go like right. And so you're like kind of turning. And then they like, you're like, oh God. <laughs> it is terrifying absolutely like I dread it it's like one of those things I just it's the same thing like going into a car wash and they're trying to direct you and like part of them car wash oh yeah that's right you never wash your car I forgot about that it's the same thing literally never ever since it's the same thing but the guy who's directing you into the car wash is never fully paying attention to your vehicle so he'll be like looking beyond your vehicle and like still motioning you and you're like dude (laughs) there's things I could hit things right now Oh my God. Cause you have to drive into the, yeah. Little... Like into the tracks and then you have to put your car into neutral. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of things like that. I'm just happy that the situation with your car is resolved because that is absolute insanity. Yeah. Don't hold your breath. I don't have the car in my hands yet. So. Well, you know, Godspeed, live, laugh, love, <laughs> live, laugh, love. Take no prisoners or whatever. That's what they say. Somebody once told me. <laughs> I need to just state that I saw Smash Mouth perform All Star live. God, I'm so jealous. Wait, where wasn't it? At, wasn't it at like Riverfest or something? Yes. <laughs> That's like the most random place to see Smash Mouth. Well, the crazy thing is like Smash Mouth is like, (laughs) even outside of that, like 
Do you hear him? I can hear that. Yes. <laughs> he's being, so, he's mad. Cause I kicked, I kicked, I like separated my cats cause they were fighting. So he's. <laughs> I was like a whale. That's how he meows. So funny. It's so dramatic. Cat meows are the funniest thing. I know because they all are so different. You, they only meow to communicate with you. I know. Yeah, they like developed it over or after, like after they evolved to like mimic human babies. So did you know that? Yeah, did you know that cats in different regions have different accents? Get out of here! I'm not even kidding. What? Yeah. What does that mean? Like different cats from different areas meow differently. What? Yeah, look up, look up a Japanese cat's meow. It's wild. It's like, yeah. This what? Like they okay. me- like instead of a meow, it's like a meow sound. Like it's like with an N sound. Get out of town. Yeah. I just like, pulled up, I, I opened my phone to Google that and the, it was open on when I, when I told you I was in the meeting and I wasn't because <laughs> you have to click join and I like just didn't. And I was sitting there and I was like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you were like, I'm in. And I sat here for like five minutes and I'm like, she's not in. And then I texted you and I was like, no, you're not. Where are you? <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh my God, this dumb biatch not letting me into the Zoom call. So that was funny. Yeah. Well, if, okay. So if, if the card's not fully fixed, I'm going to just throw it out there. I think that this vehicle may be cursed. And I think... You might want to like, I don't know. It's like life telling you you have to let go of the dodge dart phase of your life and get so, a much safer vehicle with a higher safety rating. Like oh, a G- like the like the motorcycle I want. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's the dart because this happens to every vehicle I have. I drive every vehicle I've ever owned into the fucking dirt. How, what do you? Where do you do? do- <laughs> I, some of the places I took the, the dart in the past, like, first off, I've put over, I've probably put a hundred and like 20,000 miles on it in when two you years. Drove, you drove pretty much across the country. Yeah. Well, a couple of times really, because yeah. I was following my friend who, uh, was van lifing it and we went all, I actually, so the first time my car was really damaged was we were in North Carolina or South Carolina. I don't remember a Carolina, I think. And we we were staying, we were staying at this like camp resort, like uh, off season. They were really nice. It was just like this lady who owns like a family, but we would stay at camp resort so we could shower because she didn't have a shower in her van. Like a KOA. No, (laughs) no, no, no. This was like, This was a little bit scarier of a camp, I would say. And this was more like a camp camp. Anyway, you had to drive. We took it up a mountain. There's no cell service, mind you. 
no cell service like anywhere on this mountain. We probably didn't have cell service for like 45 minutes to an hour. And we're like at the top of this mountain. And um, actually, no, I did it the night before. We were looking for this campground, but we couldn't find it on this mountain because there's no lights and it was a really slim road. And you're it was so dark. The the mountain. Yeah, I, was, I drove that. Yeah, I have low profile tires too. So when I hit a pothole, because it was pitch black and. Um, Ooh, wow, that's yeah. like terrifying. Yeah, it was because luckily we had walkie talkies. So I'm like walkie talking the girls in the van and I'm like driving my car behind them. And they and it was so dark and I didn't have my contacts in. <laughs> in the world. So, so they were like, yeah, you and I, I couldn't really see the potholes. So they and by the way, like this is the on either side of this road are like the steepest cliffs I've ever seen. Anyway, they're they're walking me and they're like okay, Why would you- hole on the left <laughs> and I'm like I don't have my contacts in so I'm looking up and I'm like oh my god you guys do you see these stars these are insane and they're like Sarah we just need you to just be quiet right now <laughs> is- sometimes ignorance really is bliss because after they were like shaking, like after we, par- cause we couldn't find it. So we ended up staying at like a truck stop or something that, so we like got off the mountain and then drove, but yeah, they were like, at, when we like parked or whatever, they got out of the car, they were like, like white, like just like stressed and like, like, like kind of like shaky a little bit. And I was like, man, what a great view. That was awesome. They were like, oh my God, you have no, like, do you, did you look to your even, left? I can't. My inner dad, like, is I'm just. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna send me to an early grade, kid. Oh, anyway, what happened? No, it actually, <laughs> Allie, you're gonna. Okay, so when we get to the campsite, uh, okay, I look at my car and I realize my wheel, the metal part of my wheel, has a hole in it so big I can fit my hand Ooh, through what? it. Yeah, I'm not even, I'll, I'll send you pictures, but I literally could fit my hand through this hole that was just ripped in the metal. What metal? And the actual, like the actual wheel. The, I don't, like the, in, the part that like the. Uh, no, well, my, my rim and my wheel are like one part. I don't have like a separate rim. Like it's like. It was like the actual like car. That this hole was in? The hole was in the wheel. Okay. Like the metal part. I'll send you a picture and you'll see. Yeah, because I I don't know. Okay, anyway, so we're, I take it to a dealership because I'm like, I don't think I, I like posted it on my Facebook and I was like, hey guys, can I drive on this? And everyone was like, oh God, no, please get a tow. So I was like, all right, the dealership or the, the shop's like four miles away. It's fine. <laughs> so I drive it down the mountain to a dealership and they were like, yeah, you know, it's going to be like 10 days. And I was like, oh my God, because like parts have been delayed for years because of the pandemic. It's like, yeah, like parts are going to be delayed. So it's going to be like, you know, it's going to be like 10 days. And I was like, okay, I cannot stay here for 10 days. You know what? To be honest with you, I would risk it too. Because. No, dude. Okay. So we have to get out of there. I'm in like, I'm pretty sure we were in North Carolina. 
and we look where I'm like calling scrap yards. I'm like, where can I get this part? Cause like, really I could take it. It's just the wheel. Like that's not that hard to fix. Like I can get someone to replace that and just buy my own wheel. I will weld that hole in the wheel shut with my hands. Yeah. Oh no, dude, you could, it was too big to weld. It was probably about six inches long and then it was gaping open like two and a half, three. Mm. yeah you're gonna look at it and you're gonna be like I don't know how the hell you did this because I don't actually I know I hit a couple potholes I'm assuming it's from that car up a mountain well anyway I find the closest part is in Atlanta Georgia I'm in North Carolina so like I think it was like a 10 hour drive uh so I did that what in the world? Yeah, drove immediately. It was not a single yard. other part, not even at a Walmart. No, that was the, the the next closest one was in Maine. So I either had to drive to Georgia or Maine or wait 10 days. And I didn't want to wait 10 days. So I drove to Georgia. I get to the scrapyard and they were like, they looked at my tire and they were like, You didn't drive here from North Carolina. And I was like, Yeah, I just got yeah. I drove straight here. You were living on a prayer. Yeah, they were like, Your tire should have blown up. That's wild. That's kind of like one of my, I have like a huge fear of that happening. Like when you're, you see people's tires explode. Yeah. They they lectured me like for a minute. Also at this scrapyard, they had a ton of cats and they all had names. And all of the guys that worked at the scrapyard knew all of these cats. Like, I swear to God, there were, this scrapyard was, it was like a mile. Like I really want to go by a mile. It was huge. It was right outside of Atlanta. Yeah, you just said like literally I drove my car there. They're like, yeah, we'll give you, you know, we have we'll like trade the wheel or whatever. Um, and then so they literally just like traded me one. Um, I think I ended up paying like 25 bucks out of pocket or something. And then the sh- there's like a shop that like one of their friends owns or something down the street and he put it on for another 25 bucks. I just like dr- I just like I gave them um like my license or something. I drove down the road. Like it was literally like down the road uh, to this like shop. I'm in the middle of nowhere. This is outside of Atlanta and it was like pretty rural. Um, so I drove and I was like, hey, I like came from the shop, the scrapyard or whatever. And they said, you'd put this on. He's like, yeah, just give me like 20 bucks. So I gave him like, I don't remember. Sorry. I think I ended up giving him like 30 or something and he just put it on. It took, you know, 30 minutes. And then I drove back and traded the wheel out. Did you ever at once like pause and completely consider the decisions that you've been making <laughs> all gas no breaks and then and then from Georgia I just drove home oh no wait I drove to my I drove to Margin Dewey's they're like family friends and then I stayed there for a night and then I just drove home actually I didn't drive home I drove well I drove home got nice. dressed and then got drunk on my friend's boat you were really out there I mean yeah. Obviously, you survived somehow. Did. Some universe miracle. I can't believe I've never shown you the world. Uh, I, yeah, this is a very new story to me. Um, but I mean, it's a cool story though. So yeah. it goes was, with goes with your no thinking policy. Yeah, that. Um, if I thought about anything, I wouldn't do anything. So I just choose to not think. Um, but that was right before I moved to California. I wasn't thinking at all. Wait, what'd you say? My best decisions have always come from like, I, 
I just made a random decision one day. Yeah. I, I, I leave time in my schedule to do like random weird shit because first off I'm such an over (laughs) I'm such an overstimulated person that if I don't like I have to I'm constantly thinking of ways to entertain myself constantly I'm just constantly bored and I it sucks so I'm constantly like inner like I'll I'll like make up little games that I just play by myself and I don't tell anyone about or like I'll just like I don't know I just I like it gets so fucking bored what kind of game I don't know I'll just usually I'll just like I'll usually what it is I mean when I was younger I used to like I don't know I would it's like I would guess that someone was gonna say like a random word and then I would like try to get them to say the word and they wouldn't know and I'd never say anything about it I would like that was like a common thing I would do yeah because I was bored I just it, it doesn't it doesn't matter what I do I'm always so hard to like Sometimes I want to do so many things at once that I just like don't do anything because yeah yeah. so many things that I want to do and I can't pick one so I'll just like completely freeze yeah yeah like right now like I have (laughs) this morning I was like okay I need to either mop the floors or do a couple loads of laundry do you know what I did nothing I, I was like, I called my mom. I sat on the phone with her for an hour. And then I was like, I think my cats are really lonely lately. I'm going to spend time with them. You know what? But you do have to spend time. I know. I actually do think, I don't know if you noticed, but the canopy behind me in my bedroom is um, not on the ceiling anymore. It is on the oh, ground. I can only see like a little bit of it. So like, I just thought, you know, it was cascading down or something. Yeah. Interesting. Um, chaotic. Yeah. My cats decided um, in the middle of the night, actually, that they would go on either side of like the canopy netting and fight each other just in the middle of the night. (laughs) Honestly, I feel so bad, but I've been like kicking my cats out of my room at night. I feel so bad, but... They just, they go insane. They go absolutely, they will walk on my face. Yeah. Yeah, they will. Just like stand on my throat. Just. Oh yeah. Dead weight, one paw. Mm -hmm. And they'll just stand there and they'll look at you like you're a dumbass. (laughs) You're like, oh my God, I am this cat's bitch. Yeah. And you know, too, like, I always want to, like, I always wonder, like, do cats know that if they just, like, pricked my, like, jugular right now, I would just (laughs) die? Yeah, they absolutely do. And I feel like they do. They walk around with that air of superiority, like, yeah, like, they could kill you if they they wanted. They are literally apex predators that we keep in our house. Do you know why they always get on like high furniture or like cabinets or top of refrigerators? They cats have a physical hierarchy. So the cat is that's at the the like the highest point is like the head cat. So it's basically your cat's telling you um you're not shit. Like you it's like it's like right. yeah. I truthfully. 
I mean, <laughs> I think my, my cats are probably better than I am. <laughs> First off, they live way better life. I feel like I could definitely spoil my cats more. I'm going to get one of those backpacks where I can like carry them around. <laughs> I want one so bad. I feel like I my cats won't like, my cats do not le- like to leave their house. Oh, I mean, I they just hate the car because I would love to take my cats on hikes, but I think it would be too hot and dry. And I also think that they will um, be mean the whole time. I feel like if you do it like over and over and over, eventually they'll adapt. I feel that. Adapt, improvise, overcome. That's right. So what do you think Brad Pitt's up to? Like right this second. Do you ever think Brad Pitt gets like a little a little tummy ache? <laughs> <Could you? laughs> no, I've never I've never had that thought. I want to know what kind of music Brad Pitt listens to. Do you think he listened to the new Olivia Rodrigo album? I think that he would have immaculate taste in music. I feel like that was a good album. Did you listen to it? It's a great album. Yeah. I like the like, I like the anger. I do too. Too I'm like I wish I had that in high school so bad. God, yeah, but I would have been unstoppable. Probably the worst way. Luckily, I had Lana Del Rey music to humble me. I had like my Tumblr girl aesthetic to maintain, so <sighs> I was like pretty preoccupied. I my okay. What Tumblr aesthetic though? Because that means different things. It was a vibe, like because there was like Tumblr, like Pinterest esque aesthetic. There was like, like I definitely was the the Tumblr like Lana Del Rey aesthetic. It's painful, and that was yeah. I think I would I would say I was maybe more. I think it kind of it varied though. Like at some point, I would say very Florence and the Machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, or very um marina and the diamond i was just about to say marina and the diamonds i i did have like a couple like marina moments um very marina but also too i did like the tumblr like i don't know there's this weird tumblr aesthetic i'm sure you know you're i'm i honestly we're probably showing our age right now i feel like kids these days don't even know i don't know when when did tumblr stop being a thing because i don't think i really went on after high school I don't know. It just like to just my memory, it just kind of fades out. Yeah, same. Like I like it got to a point where I would check it every once in a while. But it was like I, I do like like I, I have one because it's like slowly, you know, like yeah, I like I just I miss it because it was like it was just a better Pinterest, truly. Yeah. It was a Pinterest for an angsty teen, and I was super angsty. God, I loved Tumblr. Do you remember Tumblr though? Was like Tumblr when it was like Tumblr, and then I feel like Twitter is kind of has that what Tumblr was in its heyday. Yeah, not I. I think Tumblr was a better because it was like you kind of had your own little page, like MySpace, but it was like Pinterest. So you just like shared random shit. Right, like that was great, and you could also like you could, I don't know, like I had like a little Tumblr crush and I, I don't know, followed all these cool pages. Right? It was fun. There were like people that hung out. 
Yeah. There were people I like befriended on Tumblr. Like they're so cool. You could ask anonymous questions and every once in a while, someone would send you ones telling you how cute you are. It was just, it, it was a time. You could, do, to be you could do everything that Instagram and Twitter and MySpace, all of it. You could do it all like right there. Yeah. And you could find, I would always go on Tumblr and I would find the most niche like hashtags and I would like do like Get a dive on them. Oh my God. I would go on like, I would find like, I would type in the most random shit I could find and just, there would be like a whole, people would have whole pages dedicated to this one. It's like aesthetic. a sexier Reddit. Yeah. Kind of you. I mean, you could type in like, you could, you could type in like crack cocaine and it would have like a bunch of like Tumblr-esque pictures of like, I'm not even kidding. You could go, you could Google, you could uh, search anything and you would, you'd be like, trash on the side of the road and there'd be like pages but it, but make it on the side of the road and people yeah people would be like making it fashion or make art out of it and you'd find the most random stuff you could truly type anything it the world was and you had no idea what was going to pop up no idea it was yeah it was so fun was I loved so tumblr it was just like the height too of kind of getting into that having the like a computer and like I think that was kind of like the first, we were like the first kind of wave of, I guess, like kids that age that were like so immersed in it. Like that. Oh, I always hated like that super, it was just like. Dare. I hated dare. Dare? Like the drugs thing? Yeah. You know what what you were going to say? That's not what I was going to say, but. Dare only made me like I was so fat they when they told stories about what acid was supposedly like which was like totally not true um not it's so wild yeah it was just like the most wild stories about acid I was like fascinated with it I was like there's no fucking drug does that wait what family (laughs) yeah it would be like the most insane stories you're like there's no way no way and then you find out what acid actually is. And then you're like, well, what the fuck was all of that? That just made me 10 times more interested in acid. Now I'm like, what is you know this what I mean? I was like, thing no way. Yeah. People kill their families. Yeah, exactly. I was like fascinated with it. I was like, there's no way. I mean, they would be like, oh, people take acid and then forever think they're an orange. And it's like, yep. no, they don't. I don't think that's a thing. I mean, I'm sure you know I mean? like we all heard that possibility, story. but I mean, maybe. I feel like even sober, I'm always bridging the line between like <laughs> psychotic, break. like psychotic break, not knowing <laughs> who I am anymore. Yeah. And maybe I'm just vibing. Like, I can't figure it out. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'll literally just first off half the time. I'm like, I don't, I think I'm the only person that exists. Yeah. I, I like to consider that, like, it's like, am I happy right now? Or am I having a complete mental breakdown finally once and oh, for all? Oh, that's always scary because you're like We're unraveling. Yeah. You're like, am I is this happiness or have I gone insane? I never And know. then you become then you're like get a little glimpse of like anxiety or sadness. You're like, oh thank God. <laughs> I got Sometimes I'll be like, wow, everybody around me, I had this like weird intrusive thought that everyone around me, like knows like I because I like sometimes I think 
like, what if I'm like insane? Like, what if I am just living in a completely different world than everybody else? And and just no one wants to tell you. Yeah. And I have that fear that like everybody yeah, around everyone's me. Everyone's just being nice. Everyone's just being nice to you. Like no yes. one wants to tell you you're insane. Yes. Like you see these documentaries of like these serial killers and stuff. And they're always like, yeah, we all knew something was a little off. Like would people say that about, like, I'm always worried the thing about, about that too. It's like, they'll be like, yeah, you know, when we were kids, we were, you know, we would see Jeffrey, you know, murder a cat out back and and you know we thought it was weird but you know we didn't really say anything to are you kidding me like if you saw someone you know what I mean like these things that happen I'm like why were you even hanging out with this person <laughs> like, oh my god yeah what the- <laughs> they're like yeah if you were like hey Sarah you want to come see this cat I killed and dismembered I would be like uh no get help what right so it's like I don't even I'm know if boys being boys I don't know if I would reveal that to the world. I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, we caught him stalking, you know, some, some little old ladies on their way home from the store a couple of times, but we just thought he was being, just thought maybe, maybe he was, you know, just trying to be, trying to be nice. Anyways, he was in my wedding, but I wouldn't say we were that close. (laughs) You know, come on. It, you know yeah. what? I knew of since he was three years old. Actually, uh, you know, we were son. inseparable through childhood, but you know, I just uh yeah, I just thought he was a little weird, so I kind of stayed away from him. Exactly. And you're like, which is it, sir? What is the truth? Or you get the ones where they're like, Yeah, you know, he may have mentioned that he wanted to like murder some women, but I thought he was joking. Yeah, we just felt like, you know, he was just kind of going through it a little bit. Yeah. We thought maybe it was like a metaphor, actually. He speaks in metaphors a lot. Honestly, I laughed. I thought he was kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that wasn't a joke? Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, you know. Not a mistake, truly. I do miss dial-up though. I'm just kidding. I remember having to be like, mom, can you please get off the phone? (laughs) I want to play my games. I'd gone like Dial-up almost killed me because, okay, this is (laughs) a dial-up nightmare. I was like riding my bike when I was younger. um, I like lived across the road from like this subdivision and so me and my friend would ride our bikes like up and down you know throughout the neighborhood or and I was like super into like just doing daredevil shit like I was like yeah you know pretty much anything that anyone else does I'm gonna do it a little bit more extreme (laughs) you know just of course as a child I understood how to entertain I've always been an entertainer you know Um, but yeah, so I was riding my bike with no, I wasn't like no handlebars, like, nope. And I was right mad fast and it was a mountain bike <laughs> and I, um, a car like came around a corner and so I had to like stop really fast, but I hit my front brake and f- like flipped like mid air, landed on the cement 
um the like last thing I remember is all these just dads like running out like from their garages like toward me there was like four like um and then like my friend caught up with me and I was like just pull me off to the grass really quick so I'm just gonna I just have to I'm just gonna sleep for a little bit and I completely passed out and um and no one could get a hold of my parents because they were using the computer and we had dial up <laughs> and I like no one could get a hold of anybody for like an hour and I was just <laughs> in and out of consciousness on this man's porch <laughs> like, did no one to like go over there like no one was like hey can someone just like drive to this girl's house I think my friend did but like it you know we were always, we were always out. That's really funny. So yeah, dial up. Almost, almost killed, killed you. Almost killed me. Instead, it, it made me stronger. <laughs> God was like, not today. He was like, first of all, I need you to chill out. Calm down. <laughs> You're always way too insane with everything you do I didn't listen no don't let anyone try to hold you back listen you have to just do crazy scary wild stuff don't let anyone first off yeah because like what else are you gonna do like jump out of work and then go home and then do what yeah, like life is truly literally it is it, it is a experience like you can cultivate it however you want. Yeah, I agree. Like do whatever. I think we should end on that note. Do Ooh. whatever. Do crazy fun whatever. things and um but and yes. Yeah. Whoops. Thanks everybody for listening. We love you. Maybe. Really, we love you so much. All right. Bye. I love you.